0: Music is by Dustful Champion. To hear Dustful Champion's newest hits, search Dustful Champion on Spotify. Hey guys, it's Ash and
1: P. Hey. We are We are, <laughs> <laughs> we are coming to you from two separate locations. Yes. Uh, this so is the...
0: it, it sounds funny. <laughs>
1: First time ever we've ever done it this way, so bear with us, Um, but the show must go on, and uh, Ashley's a bit under the weather today, so we decided to record separately um, so she could get her rest.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: Um, Ashley, how are you feeling? Um, Not too bad. Uh,
0: Just a bit of a headache and a little bit of congestion. So trying to um, OD on Advil to make it
1: go away. <laughs> All right, good. Um, okay, well, we kind of left off um, on some serious, well, the last couple of episodes have been really serious. And uh, to kind of wrap up those episodes, we kind of wanted to recap on a few things and discuss how, we've kind of come out of all that all that mess but also how it's kind of affected us individually in our decisions and our choices and i think throughout life because i feel like for me i feel like with everything that had happened to me um, during those times i mean i think that i did I I was very hardened in my heart. Yeah. Um and I think that it it took a lot for me to really open up and to trust people, like to trust you know, my own husband, um mm-hmm. fully, fully trust. Right. Um just because I think the things that had happened to me back then
0: yeah definitely so um I think if we start off with you because I feel like uh, you I don't want to I hate to make it sound like oh one is worse than the other you know or what have you obviously they're both traumatic experiences and um, both horrible things, both of us had to deal with horrible things. You know, you don't want anyone to go through that. But I do feel like you had to deal with so much more trauma from it. Yeah. Um, so if you're okay with that, I feel like getting into that would be um, would be good.
1: Yeah. I well, I mean, so if, if we go back to, I think, kind of where – we maybe had left off was, you know, my mom finally left her husband, my stepdad. She finally divorced him. He's out of the picture. And, you know, I've got my mom and my brothers now um, in my life, and he's no longer in the picture. But in a sense, he's always there because he's their father. Right. And
0: yeah,
1: he, and he, he still lives in the same town as, as we do. Um, so he does get brought up from time to time. Um, and I think that if I go back and start with, I think one of the hardest things was, you know, It was hard for me to think about how much it would hurt me to let my brothers know or to have them know what kind of man their father was, because ultimately I could talk about him. I could tell people that story. I could I could say those things that are all true because they all and they all affect me, but they also affect them. And, right. and my mom is a, is a grown woman. I, I mean, she can handle, she can handle it. Um, yeah. but these were kids yeah. and, and the kind of, you know, mental issues that may cause on them, you know, that hurt. And I carried that with me for a long time and, and almost a sense of guilt, even though it shouldn't be my guilt. Um, but that guilt of it being their father that I felt guilty for. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I mean, it it really did harden me when I, when i when I married my first husband, you know, he was the first, the first one, even before my family that knew everything. And I'm sure that's why I was so attached to him as well so early on and, and had this bond with him because I opened up to him and I trusted him with that. And, you know, were
0: you able to do that?
1: I think I, I think by then I really wanted someone else to know. I mean, I wanted someone to know and I, and I had intimacy issues very early on. Um, So I kind of had to explain a little bit that, you know, it it would kind of freak me out a little. Um, I would kind of get uncomfortable. Um, And so and he was very good. He was very patient. He was very understanding. Um, But I think that it all kind of tied together. And he was he was someone who was really, really there for me. Through everything, and kind of the first person, like I said that that I was able to to open up to and share those things with. So I think that I think that it was hard for me to let people in, but like for him, I let him in. The problem is not that it ugh, I shouldn't say the problem. You know, the, the thing about it was that. I, I think I also stayed with him and I neglected signs with him because I, I, I mean, I truly did love him, but I also had this, so this bond with him for that, um, right that I, I overlooked the cheating even before we got married. You know, I overlooked those things and I blamed myself. I blamed myself for maybe the intimacy issues that I had. I blamed myself for, you know, maybe I put, you know, too much into it and I should have backed off. All those things I questioned myself in, in the relationship instead of just looking at no big picture, you know, big picture P yeah. is that, you know, this isn't going to work. He's not right, ready for right. this. You know, he's not ready yeah. for that. Um. But I was hardened. I was hardened with um, my relationships, even with even with women, and I think that it's taken me a long time and although now I still am a little like this, it's not not nearly as much, but I think that it's been very hard for me to to see women in a in a, in a, in a weaker um role in a relationship um yeah. i had a very close uh family member who i saw really go through an abusive relationship and it was very hard for me because it was hard to watch and not just because those are those kinds of relationships are hard anyway just to to be able to see but it was hard because I I look and I and I see I see myself, I see my mother, I see different situations that I went through and I think, you know, if not for yourself, do it for your children. And yeah. um and I will always kind of have a little bit of that mentality because I think that had my mom left early, had my mom gotten out of that that abusive relationship, then the abuse wouldn't have gotten to where, where it got. Um, And maybe that's not necessarily, maybe it would have still been the sexual abuse, but maybe it wouldn't have been, I don't, I don't know. But I think that early on, he had already been very abusive with her physically and, and emotionally and mentally. um, That I think that, maybe it would have saved some of that, you know, but she was a young, a young woman with a kid. And um, it's been hard for me, I think to, to see women in that light. Like I'm always like, don't, you know, don't be weak, you know, get up, you know, don't be, but, but with that came a lot of growing on my end too, to say, me not saying don't be weak is also me being hard and me, me having, that shield up of, well, I don't need anyone. I don't want, I don't want it. I don't need it. I could do for myself. I can, I can handle everything. It's why it's, it took me so long to marry my, to marry my <laughs> husband because I've been very, you know what? I don't want to get burned. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to depend on anyone else. I can do for myself. I'll do for my child. I will, you know, I'll I'll handle it. But it, it took a lot for me to learn to let go and to say, you know, trusting him and allowing him to be the man of the house, to be the leader of this family isn't a weakness. Right. It's 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 what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. that's real love. That's the partnership. That's what marriage is.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's taken a long time for me to get to that point.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of growth. You know, you look at, you know, in the past, you've looked at relying on someone and counting on someone as a weakness. But in reality, it's a strength. Right. You're able to be vulnerable. You're able to tear down those walls and you're able to open up. Um, that is a strength, you know, because, you know, that hard shell, that's tough. to. You can't go through life forever that way. I mean, it does help you get through certain things. Um, but going through it that way forever prevents you from a lot of joy that you can have by allowing people in yeah and then what about so you had mentioned that you know you had intimacy issues um did that just kind of go away with time, or was it something that you had to work through? Uh, I had
1: to work that- I had to work through it i um it probably took me about it took me a few years of, of being with my ex-husband. I mean, we weren't married at the time, but we had already been living together and stuff. And it, it, it took me a couple years. It took me a couple years to finally get there. And, and honestly, I don't even know if it was, I mean, there were so many times where I, I really wanted to be, I really wanted to be with him and I wanted to be, but I mean, it, it really just, I, this is part of me not having therapy. I really do believe like, yeah. I just, I, 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 I would stop it. I would freak out. I would whatever. Um, and, and it took me a long time to like, kind of block out the bad memories. I think that was one of the issues is I would like all of a sudden have a bad memory or I would have that. That feeling, which is awful because it's like, why are you having that feeling? This isn't the same yeah. person, you know,
0: right. but it almost right. just
1: became like a, I think that that it almost made being sexually intimate with someone ugly. Yeah. Instead I of, I
0: can see that.
1: instead of something that you should enjoy. Um, so it did take me a while to get through that. And ultimately I did, I wish, I wish I had been able to do it. That sounds weird. I wish I'd been able to do it earlier. Like I was
0: not trying to be like
1: 13, but I'm just saying like, I wish it wouldn't have taken me so long and so much, so much pain because it, it, it was very painful in a sense of like having to go through it and feel like, no, I can't, no, I can't, no, I can't. And then yeah. when I finally was able to, um, I feel like we were almost pretty much done. And yeah. then, I mean, it, and obviously I, we, I, we we worked it out and stayed together and all that, but we, maybe we shouldn't have, I don't know, you know? <laughs> um but it it took me a while, and 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 I will say that, you know, through our marriage, I probably, st- I mean, I still was very um, hard shelled through our marriage, um, and until I went to therapy when we were right before we got divorced, and I did therapy did I really lay all of this kind of down and kind of just make peace with it? Um,
0: So did you make peace with it in therapy with him or just by yourself?
1: Nope. By myself. So we started as marriage therapy together and then uh, he stopped going. He didn't want to go. He said he didn't like the therapist that she didn't like him and, I told him to find another therapist and he never did. So I kept going and, and, and I ended up working through my personal stuff and we, we basically opened up all of it and talked about, you know, my relationship with my mom, um, my relationship with my dad, um, all of it. And, um, you know, the therapist had me write a letter to my mom um, I don't know if oh your therapist did your therapist ever do something like yeah, that? They did, yeah. <laughs> I had
0: to write a letter to my abuser.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm laughing because it was like it's a letter that I never wanted, like I would never want to read, you know? Right.
0: Um, yeah. And, and just getting it all off it, the test. It was
1: just getting it off, but I was almost like so embarrassed to write it down in a, in a letter, um, it was, it was, it embarrassed was kind
0: of the of way you felt or embarrassed of everything that had
1: happened, embarrassed of, of everything that had happened. Like it was like, yeah. oh my God, this is embarrassing to look at. Like this is yeah. crazy, right? Like this isn't even yeah. make, this is nuts, but yeah. And she told me she was like, "You never have to give it to her, but you need to write it down." And I did, and I and I I learned, I learned then to really, really forgive her, because I'm not too sure that I really had totally forgiven her at that point.
0: Well, that's good. Even though you had to look at it and be embarrassed and all of that, it allowed you to move past it. You know, and you guys are able to be where you're at now with such a great relationship. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. I mean, we honestly, like, I just can't even, I, I can't imagine. I mean, she's, you know, we're so close now. And yeah. it, obviously, everything that's happened, and, and trust me, there are still there there had been still times even after that you know her and i did not agree on a lot of things and one thing that i i think that i've always had an issue with and this goes back to these earlier days is um is feeling like feeling like that your children are coming second to a man.
0: Yeah,
1: and I feel like that really was my take growing up. That she she treated you know us chil- children secondary to her husband. And yeah. although I know you should put your husband before, you know, your your husband is your partner and your side and everything. Um, and one day your children do leave and it is just you and your husband. There's just a difference. And I felt like she took it to that next level and she really put her, not her needs, but her husband, her husband before her children and her marriage before her children. And I think that it, because of doing that, it really hurt us kids. And I always struggled with that. I struggled with that until, I mean, really until in, until this marriage with, I mean, because even in my first marriage, and he knew that, it was like, hey, m- my kid's always going to come before you. And my, my children yeah. will always come. Look, my kids can't feed themselves. I'll always take care of them, number one. Right. But it's taken a lot for me to get to a point where I could say, okay, no. You know, my marriage has to come first. I have to work on that. Because if I don't work on that, then I can't. Our, our home won't last.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So You can't provide that family for your kids. Right.
1: So it's taking a lot of growth and a lot of learning to get to that point um, in my yeah. life.
0: That makes sense. Um, what about... As far as the, and I know it's hard to say, you know, if it's hard to say, well, I think it could have been different if, you know, it's hard to, because you just really never know. But do you think, had you gotten therapy from like the jump, that things would have been different, even though um, your mom's husband was still in your life and that type of thing.
1: Yes, I do. That's, that's good. I do. I mean, I, think, I
0: obviously, I think, I think therapy is huge and so important, but I just, I, there were so many variables I feel like yeah. in your situation where it's like, gosh, like,
1: I think, I know, think we all needed so many
0: things I think could have been different.
1: Yeah. And I think we all needed family therapy. You know, I yeah. think, I think that, had I gotten it, had my, had my mom gotten it and even the boys, um, I think things would have been a lot different. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, we did family therapy for about two years. Um, and I think it, I mean, I was so young and it's, I don't remember a ton of it. I remember more of my um, group counseling with my sister and uh, like a handful of other girls that had been abused too um, but I assume it must have it must have helped because we continue to go you know you don't go for two years if it's not working right you know right. so, so I, I would assume that in that situation especially you know that probably would have been really helpful for the boys. Yeah. You know, your yeah. brothers, that that could have been, a, you know, a big difference for them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a break. They have, oh, okay. what were you going to say?
0: I was okay. going to say they probably haven't really gone to therapy for that type of stuff.
1: They haven't. Uh, they haven't. Yeah. And, and, and I've always encouraged them, and even recently I've encouraged them, to go and talk about it because I really do feel that therapy helps. I I mean, I really do. Like I said, I really don't think that I laid everything to rest and, and forgave my mom and moved forward until I did the therapy myself Yeah, and figured out that, I could I could talk about it, I could deal with it. I could know that it's part of my past and I can still love my mom and I can still yeah. forgive her. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I have to do anything I don't have to forgive him, but I can forgive her. And those yeah. were even separate because that was even hard in the beginning to to separate those two. How could I yeah. forgive how could I forgive her and not him? Or how could I forgive him? Uh, and, you know, how, like, how does that work? Um, yeah. So I think that even that was hard to, to separate. And I was able to do that in therapy. I I really was.
0: That's
1: good. Um, but I want to take a break. And then when I come back, when we come back, I want to talk about you And your struggles with it. I know you had a setback in your 20s, um, but I want to talk to you about it and uh, go from there.
0: Sounds good.
1: Okay, we're back. We're back and we are going to talk to Ashley about her setbacks a little bit. So, Ash, um, what do you think that was kind of maybe difficult for you afterwards that you had to deal with? I mean, you, you like we talked about, you went to therapy right away, doesn't necessarily mean you didn't have issues still.
0: Yeah, I, I would have to say after dealing with everything, I don't think, and I don't know if it's just, um, you know, like, I don't know if it's just that I don't remember these things or if, um, I just didn't have any issues. You know, I, I was nervous about boys, you know, um. Junior high and and stuff like that, but I feel like it. Like I never attributed it to having been molested. You know, mm-hmm. I just assume that what most teenage girls, you know, young young girls go through. You know, you're nervous when you get your first boyfriend and and things like that. You know, right? Uh, I uh I don't think that it really. Um, impacted me as far as um, intimacy or anything like that. It wasn't anything that I struggled with. It did, It wasn't something where I had to work through that type of stuff, like, you know, how you had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's just me not really having the memories of any of that or, you know, maybe it is that I – just you know having the therapy I had I had gotten past it gotten oh I don't I don't know exactly how to phrase that but you know that I had worked through it and that I didn't struggle with it Yeah, I didn't really have any problems like that growing up um it wasn't until my now husband when we were dating um And we hadn't been dating for that long when it happened. Um, One night I just freaked out and I had a meltdown and I started crying and I had just started like envisioning my abuser. Like I just started having images of him and stuff like I wasn't envisioning any abuse or anything. It was just like, a lot of emotion and uh, I was pretty confused about it. You know, I had gone all those years, not having any issues. Um, I think you had asked me in the past, you know, you know, do you, do you know why? Or, you know, do you think, do you think you know what had happened? And um, not until a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, and, I think it's because my girls were around the age that I was. Um, you know, when, when Jason and I started dating, Kyla was four and a half and Deja was six. And so that's right around the time that I, you know, that age is the age that I was when it started happening. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that kind of just brought things to the surface. Um, because, you know, um, I never worried about, um, you know, obviously I knew when I had kids I would be different probably about, um, make, you know, talking to my kids about um, an appropriate touch and, you know, what's acceptable and what's not and, you know, to watch out for people and those types of things. Um, and I, I had you know, pretty much figured that it would be a concern of mine. Um, But it wasn't up until then, you know, I hadn't ever really worried about it. And so there were occasions where I would probably read into things more than most people, you know, Um, just things that were said or done. And I would worry, you know, like, are they okay? Is somebody abusing them? Is, is there anything like that going on? Um, and so I think it was kind of just like a perfect storm mm-hmm. that brought it all about. Um, and so then at that point, uh, I did start therapy again. Um, and I was... Probably in therapy for, it, it wasn't that long. I would say probably about like six to nine months. Um, it wasn't too long. And I was able to kind of move past it. But it was actually in that therapy that um, my therapist had me write the letter to him. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know if that kind of brought closure to it. Um, but it was, I felt like it was very therapeutic. It was good to say those things. You know, when everything happened, I was so little. Yeah. I didn't have the voice that I have now, you know, or that I had at 20. Yeah. So it was, it was very therapeutic to, you know, be able to 14 years, you know, later say, look, this is what you did. And. You know, it wasn't okay, and how could you do that to me? You know, that kind of stuff. So uh, it was really good, but that was the setback that I had experienced. I didn't have struggles before that. Uh, I will say now, and I I never really, like, had issues, and I don't know if it was, you know, after being with the girls or whatnot and being in that like mom position. Um, But um, you know, your husband might want to wake you up with a little kiss and stuff like that in the middle of the night, you know, maybe they get a little excited. And (laughs) I have a hard time with that. Yeah, Like, I don't know if, if that ever happens to you, but if I am brought out of my sleep and not, like I'm very caught off guard, and it yeah. startles me. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the, I would say that that that's like the only real struggle. Uh,
1: it's interesting I, that you say that because I do, and it, it's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better, but that used to be a big, I guess you could say, a trigger. Right? Is like, yeah, yes. like this the sleep the night. Uh, You know, if right. I'm asleep and I feel someone coming and starting to touch me, it's like, oh, hold on. You know, like that yeah. I, all of a sudden, yeah. all my defenses go up. Um,
0: Gee, I could see that being such a big thing for you.
1: Yeah, that was that. And there's certain things that um, I think in 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 both marriages, like the, they had to learn like. You can't do these things with me, or you can't, and right. it's and and it's kind of weird to have to have that. Like, I don't know if it'll ever go away.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know because um, you know it's not something that, um, and I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not something that down the road I might have to deal with. You know, like yeah, who knows? Like something may happen, and something triggers it in my head. Or maybe when I have grandkids, you know, it's like, you don't know what's going to cause it. If something does cause it, maybe nothing does. Maybe I don't have to worry about it. But, um, that's one of those things, you know, I haven't had issues for so long, but every now and then some like being startled at night and nothing ever happened to me at night. You know, when, when I was molested, it was always during the day, nothing ever at night. Yeah. As far as I, you know, I mean, again, I don't remember a lot. The incidences that I do recall, they were during the day. Um, and I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe he did stay the night, you know, he was my cousin. So it wouldn't be abnormal Mm -hmm. for him to have stayed the night. I just don't recall anything ever happening at night. I should probably ask my sister. She probably (laughs) could tell me if she remembers that. Um, But I, you know, it is still something that, and I think it's just that like, it startles me. It scares me. All of a sudden someone's touching me and I'm like, what the heck, you know? Um, Yeah. I went to bed with you at night and we were (laughs) cuddling before we went to sleep, but you, you, like startle me awake and I'm going to be like now a crazy person in my head, you know? Yeah. So yeah. And that's something that, you know, even though I've, I've been fine for, you know, we don't need to say how old I am, now, but <laughs> <laughs> quite a few years now, uh, that is still something that can, can catch me off guard, you know, and, you know, it, it doesn't take long to kind of, Snap out of that you know in the beginning it was much worse um but it is still something that you know that's just one of those things I guess yeah and and it probably won't change I don't know maybe it will maybe because it is less time that it you know goes on for than maybe it will but um you know you mentioned that both of our husbands they did have to learn you know what you can't do you know things that you can't do um, and um jason always likes to joke never about anything like that but he always jokes about like oh ashley's like don't do this don't do that all right you know like always um, but that is one of those things that it's like that's a serious you know yeah like that's a big it and i mean luckily both of our husbands are very understanding and very good about that kind of thing. Um, I mean, even with your first husband, he was very, you know, very slow to, you know, try to do that. You know, he was very patient and that kind of thing. So um, we've lucked out in, in those aspects. Um, But, you know, I've never really thought about what it must be like, on their end you know like um I don't know it's probably I would assume it's probably not something they think often about you know no I mean, and it's in our heads more than theirs I'm so. oh yeah
1: I'm sure I'm sure um you know and and I think that you know like I said it, it's definitely as time has gone on it's gotten better um I think I think that um, I've just kind of – there's, there's going to be things that are always going to kind of – it's going to be there. That memory for me is yeah. just going to be there. You know, there's going to be certain yeah. things that kind of bring it up, and I have to kind of relive that for a second. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it's not, it's, it's not an everyday thing. It's not an every month thing. It's just – when it happens, it happens. Um, right. yeah. and you're right. I mean, luckily they're both very understanding men and they are very, um, they, they may not understand the entire thing as far as like, I understand cause I've gone through it, but they understand in the sense right. of like, they're very patient with it and just want us to be as comfortable as we can be. Um, right. and they'll do whatever, you know, whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah. Um, did you ever feel like what about? I mean, with you, see, the difference is like with you and your family, your mom really had your back from like day one, yeah. Um, so you really didn't have that, but was there ever any trust issues with anything else as far as sleepovers or other family members or anything like that? Um, you know, I feel like my trust issues well, I don't know. They're kind of all, I mean, around the everyone, but yeah, I feel like I had major trust issues with men, major trust issues with letting people super close to me, definitely with men. I mean, when you say, when you, when, you know, when people throw out like, Oh, daddy issues, like I, I really did have men issues, you know? And, um, and it's probably why I'm so um, why i was so cautious in my relationships and why i was so cautious in um i mean anyone i'm i'm always on guard but uh it takes a lot for me to allow especially a a man close to me Um, you know my stepdad that i have now um, my mom remarried or my mom, you know, my mom, my mom remarried later in life. And, uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's my stepdad. And, um, it's taken him and I, oh, oh it took us a while to, to kind of gain our relationship. And it's not because I didn't like him. It's just because I don't let anyone in.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. So I, I do have to say, and you know, it's with, um, my boys, it's funny because, you know, if you think of a boy, you assume a female is more likely to assault them. Um, because you just think it's always going to be the opposite sex. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because I was abused by a male that, I always worry about, about men and teenagers with them, you know, like they're getting a little bit older. So teenagers aren't exactly a concern, you know, but, um, but I don't ever worry about women with them. Mm -hmm. um, Only about other men. And that's always where I think I have a guard up Mm -hmm. is that, Males in their lives, um, never females. Even though you know, I I do I know that females, you know, do abuse people. I know it happens. You know, um, but I do worry about them in in those types of situations. But um, I I've never worried about you know for me. My kids are around, you know, like my siblings and, um, you know, they're not ever really staying over with like a cousin or something like that, that I might feel, um, uncomfortable about, you know, um, it's pretty much, you know, my immediate family and that type of thing. So, um. Sleepovers, I I have to say when Jackson was in elementary school and he started wanting to have sleepovers, I did worry a bit. Um, and I think that's where I probably was overly questioning of him, you know, just making sure he knows, you know, what's not appropriate and what he needs to let me know and things like that. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, people being too friendly, yeah makes me very uncomfortable and it could just be that they're really nice people and they just you know but that does that does put me on guard yeah (laughs) i don't know i just think and not saying there's not nice people out there i just assume you know if you are overly nice there's something going
1: on well and you know i i honestly do believe that that is part of um being a being a victim of, of abuse, I think that you, or especially sexual abuse, I think you do you do see like you are very cautious of people like that, especially yeah. with your kids. You're yeah. you're kind of on the lookout for any kind of sign of something, um, because yeah. I do that even even with my own. I mean, especially you know I've got I've got three girls.
0: Yeah, and it yeah. scares
1: the shit out of me. Um, yeah, well, I know. But it's like, you know, I'm always like, uh, you know, just, just, just kind of watching, and that sounds yeah. terrible because, like you said, it doesn't mean that people aren't just nice, but it's like, right, uh, you know, you don't know people are. There are Weird. a lot
0: of people that they seem like they're nice people and then you pull them up on Megan's lot. You know, it's like, you, yeah. you see the grandpas on there. You, you There are, yeah. just, everyone's on there, you know, and it's not always, I mean, you know, you hear about, you know, religious leaders and, yeah. you know, teachers well, and like all of these people in positions where we should be able to trust
1: them with our kids. Well, I know, I know. And you hear, I mean, you hear all these terrible stories and you think like, how in the world am I ever going to trust someone else? Cause you don't right. know what goes on behind someone else's closed exactly. doors, you know? And that's yeah. really, I mean, again, I go back to my trust issues, <laughs> but like, my husband is such a good man. He's just yeah. such a, a a good guy, and he right. comes from a good family. And it took forever for me to like see that. Not yeah. not that I didn't. I I knew he was a good person, but it was like, no, this can't. Like, no. Yeah. You're 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 nice and you're you're good and all of that, but I still have to protect me and I still have to protect my daughter, and. Right it took forever. And it's like, I just would not let go of the fear of someone being good on the outside, but bad on the inside.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, and it's,
0: that's what they do. They have, they have a facade. They have this outer layer that this is what everyone else else sees. You know, I'm sure that people weren't necessarily looking at your stepfather as, you know, he was this horrible guy. Right. You know, right. Um, he was involved in the church and things like that. You know, he was around whatever. Um, you know, my abuser was 12 years old. You know, you you look at it. How many times do you look at a 12 year old and think, "Oh, that person's a molester"? Right. I'm like never. You know, it's like that's not what you do. Right. You know, we just, we don't expect that. But having gone through it, you're right. You do have this where, yeah, if something seems too good to be true, it must be. And I think too, a little more excessive than what the average person would. Just because we expect for something to be wrong. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it a lot. We expect something to be wrong.
0: Yeah which it it is sad. It is sad, but um, I, I mean, I'd much rather not have had gone through the experience, but I would much rather be looking for stuff than just assume everyone's good. Yeah. You know, I would rather be, be more aware, you know, because as, as much as, You know, other people who haven't been through it may know about it. I don't think you really, I don't think you're necessarily putting it into your thoughts and actually really keeping an eye out if you haven't, you know, because it's just not something that you're, you know, you're not going to recognize those off things, you know, other people may overlook them, but Mm -hmm. you think huh, I know about this, you know? And so it sucks, but I would rather be on the lookout and let someone turn out to be an amazing person and me have given them a little harder time in the beginning, you know? Right, yeah. And know that that it's okay, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even with us being on the lookout and that kind of thing, you know, it it still doesn't mean, you know, our kids are are always going to be safe. Yeah. You know, but I guess it's just a little, I, I guess maybe it reassures me some that at least I'm not like rose colored glassy. it, You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm in luck. I didn't have to deal with as much trauma as you. So it didn't impact me as much on that on, I mean, on my end, I feel like it's more so with the parenting and making sure my kids are okay and, you know, worrying about their safety.
1: Well, I I will say this. I think every situation makes us stronger. Um, every experience we go through in life makes us stronger, whether we like it or not, whether we should have ever gone through it or not um, I'm grateful that yeah. I am here today to say yeah. we I, I survived it right. and I'm okay yeah. I'm not saying I'm great I'm okay <laughs> <laughs> um, you know I think that all in all, you know, there, there comes a point where, and this is, this is kind of one of my, like, I'm, I'm, I am uh, a little bit, you know, I set the bar high for myself and I usually set the bar high for others as well, especially those around me, uh, including my, my kids and my husband and, and not because I want them to be superstars and they need to be the best of the best of the best, but because I never want them to settle and I always want them to, to know that you can do anything. And I look at it and I think, look, do I have every reason if I want to sit there and look at what I went through? Do I have every excuse to be a this or that I could have been on the streets I could have been uh, a teen mom, much like my mom was a teen mom. Um, I could have been, I could have turned to drugs. Um, I could have turned to um, alcohol. Um, I could have turned to anything, you know, but... I didn't and I don't know if that's just because God had mercy on me and he just brought me out of it. I don't know if that's because I found strength and part of that was trusting in him and then part of that was wanting to be more and not wanting to be like, I mean, I I always felt like growing up, I was like, I never want to be like my mom. And that sounds like harsh because I love my mom today. My mom's a very strong woman. The fact that she's been through what she has and she's come out of it, I'm grateful for. But I always would say I never wanted to be like my mom because I never wanted to, I never wanted to be weak to anyone, especially a man. And I never wanted to, to feel like I ever let my children down. You know, those were big things for me. Um, And I never wanted to depend on anyone else. I just wanted to do for me and my family and, and, and be able to make it on my own. And I feel like I could have done whatever. I could have made all of the excuses to do whatever, but I didn't. And I'm not like, I mean, I'm not Oprah, (laughs) but, but all I'm saying is, um, I did. Okay. You know, I'm okay. Mentally and physically I'm okay. I have a beautiful family and I have wonderful friends and I have a very blessed life. And that is all I could ever ask for. And those are the Most blessings that I could have ever, ever received. It's more than monetary. It's more than anything that could be bought. It's just, I have a very blessed and full life, full of love. And I would not have had those things had I turned to those other things. So I think for me, I take out of it, you can make any excuse you want to, you can have a bad path, you can have a bad you know, childhood or whatever, but you make it what you want. You make your life what you want and don't fall victim to that. Yeah. And I feel that you could say the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. You're absolutely right. And, um, you know, again, I, if I, had the choice to not have gone through it. Of course I would choose to not have gone through it, but I do think I am a stronger person that I would have been if I hadn't gone through it. I think it has taught me a lot, um, you know, about myself and I, you know, I am blessed as well. I agree.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks guys. Thank you so much for swapping with us today. Thanks for handling all of this. Talk to you soon. Segment Music by Callie Grace. For more of Callie Grace's hits, follow Callie Grace on iTunes and Spotify today.